As black people, we face many issues and challenges in different aspects of our lives, such as race, gender, equality, cultural differences, and many more. This conversation can be sensitive and difficult to have, but necessary. On Pale, we will share our takes, perspectives, and different opinions. Hi everyone, welcome back to Pale. I am Jill and I'm joined here today with Kelly, Vanessa, and today we're adding an extra guest, Stefan. How are you guys doing today? We are doing fine. All right. Today we're talking about um, rape culture in Africa, rape culture and sexual assault. So for some of us listening who do not know, some of you guys might not know the definition of rape, rape is generally defined as any kind of sexual contact or interaction or intercourse without the approval of the victim so we are to we choose to talk about this today because a couple of months ago um a little girl by the name of Uwaila vera omozua so if i butcher the name a 22 years old girl that was found in um in a pool of blood in a church where apparently she was studying and the family after that released that she was raped and she later died in the hospital. It created a lot of noise in Nigeria about uh, the rape culture and and rape, um, people have experienced rape before. And on social media, there was a hashtag that was created that was uh, I was, where a lot of uh, rape victims had expressed their experiences. And for a lot of people, including me, uh, we actually realized that a lot of people around us had experienced uh, rape or any type of sexual assault. So uh, there were some numbers coming about around one to four or one to three women before the age of 13 has experienced any kind of, uh, some kind of sexual assault and one in six men has experienced some kind of uh, sexual assault. So this has brought a huge conversation in the black culture, mostly in Africa, Nigeria, in Cameroon, the neighborhood country about rape. There was also um, a Nigerian celebrity that was accused of rape during the same time. I think it was the Benge. So we brought a lot of um, conversation. There was some change that was made in Nigeria in terms of punishment, in terms of sexual assault and rape. And I think Nigeria even declared a of, um, state of emergency to really try to find a solution and resolve that rape culture that's happening right now in the country. So what do you guys uh, think about that? Us Cameroonian being so close to Nigeria, did you guys follow it on social media? How did that make you guys feel if you heard about it? Anybody, Kelly? <laughs> Of course. I mean, it's it's terrible, right, to hear that in 2020 we're still like um, reading about rape, reading about the fact that women are, and then you know, men as well, are um, sometimes deprived from their own right over the body, and so some people just feel super entitled to come in and like remove that consent and then decide to sort of like quote unquote just um show the power by engaging in an act of sexual intercourse without someone's consent so it's always terrible and 
I it's it's good to see um, you know how Nigeria is standing up against that and being super vocal. Um, and it's also great that we continue to have those conversations overall to continue to educate other people. And you guys, mm-hmm. Vanessa, Stefan, wanna share your thoughts? For me, I think it's really important to remind people that um, rape is not about attraction. It's not about the sexual intercourse in se- itself. It's about power. Because um, it's sometimes, uh, I don't know what to say that in English right now. I'm just like overwhelmed with, with what is going on right now. But I, I just think that it's really important to mention that um, when we talk about rape, we, talk, we are talking about power. Like it is... It's not about sex, it's about the power. It's about the balance of power, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about it, and I also saw another video of a little girl um, being raped by her own dad. Oh and my God. she ended up being pregnant, and she was put in the place where the, uh, she was told that after she gave birth, she had to give the baby away and return home where her dad has been raping her and stuff. And because she wasn't agreeing, uh, her family, uncle, auntie was coming to that place to actually treat her, like treating her? Anyway, the word. Um, so I feel like... Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Before you continue, that's some crazy story. Where was that? But it's true. I, I saw that too. Where, I don't remember where it was. I don't... I, the I can't father was raping his own daughter. Yes, yes, it's in West Africa. And actually, the uncle who came there with the dad was like, he was more he was more concerned about what people would say. Mm-hmm. If she going, she, she, she keeps the baby, then what her brother did to her niece, his niece. He was more concerned about that. That was his own blood daughter? Own yes. blood daughter. Yeah, that is crazy. But and nothing, I, I mean, the father wasn't even taken into task. Like, he wasn't even questioned. He wasn't even, like, she was the one who was, like, in, in, who was shamed. She was the one who was um, uh, put, put in a position of abandoning her child. I mean, she's the one who was taking all the heat. Wait, how old? Do you guys remember how old and approximately how old she was? Um, she was 13, 13, 14. She was really young. Wow. Like, you could she tell by really looking young. at her. She was a baby. So, but I, the good I part... I want those guys to talk about it. It's like, what, what, is, what is the reason? Or what, what, like, why in our culture, in a different... Like, if you go from like Cameroon to Cote d'Ivoire to Nigeria, there's, there's like a rape culture. There's a... There's a like, why is it so normalized or not penalized? Why is that, like, as an uncle, I'm hearing that my brother was raping my niece and I don't feel petrified or I don't feel Irish. Like, why is it that it is a, so many cases that happen? There's apparently a lot of people who don't even have the courage to talk about it because they think they're not going to be listened to or nothing is going to happen. Like, what do you think happened to make it such a thing that it happens so many times mm. and that it continue happening? Because I, 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 I just, I can't explain it. I, I feel like there must be a reason behind it. I think it's because we are a patriarchal uh, society. Mm-hmm. I think it goes even beyond that, darling, because um, when you look at the Bamileke culture, for example, and how the structure is made, um, 
um, rape is something that is like raping some uh, a woman is like um, having uh, making a child who may not know his father. And in our culture, that's something that is really like that is the one of the worst crime that you can ever do. It's like denying someone his lineage. I feel like it's mostly coming from um, uh, colonialism and and also the 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 the, 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 the trades because if you think about it. Um, the white people, when they when they came, they served themselves when it comes to their sexual pleasure. Like they will they will sleep with whoever they wanted to because of the power that they had. And the and you you could say nothing. Like uh, a white person, the, the colonial the colonialists can rape your daughter, your wife, but you couldn't say anything because we were powerless. So it was more easier to say to your daughter. Um, to complain to your daughter about the way she was dressed, the way she was, the, 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 the places she was going to, than to actually blame the perpetrator of the rape. But if you think about it, that going on on generation, it can explain why um, even now, um, the, it's always the, the weight of the rape is always put on the back of the victim instead of um, putting to task the person who perpetrated the, the rape. I don't I don't know if I will really go on colonization because we don't necessarily have in Africa a generation of colonism. Like we were colonized and they're left. Like we're not necessarily like black American that were like they, you know, they came from that. Because if you want to go with that, that means that our ancestors saw their wife, their cousins, their niece being raped and they decided to continue that behavior. I kind of agree with Stefan because, you know, I, I think, first of all, we are also from a society where certain things are super taboo and then our ancestors will not be as vocal as, you know, the ancestors that, you know, were on the other side of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And then I don't know if you ever read the book The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison and that book really just shows how you know, um, the, the, either the, the black folks in general, whether it was in the States or, you know, the oppressed black folks saw how, um, you know, the white folks, the white colonizers uh, were raping their women, um, abusing also men and, and whatnot. And yep. so our people, our ancestors sort of internalized that. And it was a way of releasing the frustration. So instead of being upset, for instance, to the master or to the colonizer, for instance, what will they do? They will express that sort of like frustration towards their own people. So it would be their wives or be their kids. And so that was the only way for them to be able to just do that. And so that's how it continued to go down the line. But it is something that it has been thought. It's something that we... I, I truly believe, and that is just my opinion, um, that it is something, a negative thing that um, we sort of took from either colonization or the, the, the mm-hmm. slave trade. Okay. Yeah. Because me, I was thinking more in the way of like um, toxic masculinity and the, the position that we usually give to a lot of culture. Like when you go to West Africa and even some places in Central Africa, the position of the women in society, it's very... 
I mean, some places a woman doesn't have a voice, she doesn't have a choice, she's married sometimes without her consent. I think when we're going in a, in a culture where the man is power, the man does whatever he wants, the man can have whoever he wants, mm-hmm. men can have sex, but a woman has to get married virgin. A man can sleep with 20 women, but a woman sleep with two and she's a hoe. I think going with that uh, culture of toxic masculinity and encouraging a man to be strong, to be to do whatever he wants to do with a woman, or to treat women any kind of way, can in a way kind of, not normalizing it, like when Stefan was saying, when a girl is raised, they're going to ask you, okay, how were you dressed? Or what were you mm-hmm. doing in his house? Why were you there in the first place? What did you do? Like, did you run? What You know, like, I think it's also because we're giving so much power to the men and some men are raised to feel like I can do whatever I want to do. So why do you mm-hmm. think you can tell me no? Because also when we talk about rape, there's rape that happened in marriage. Mm-hmm. There are people mm-hmm. who are married and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't want and they're forced. And um, I'm just going to talk something that I just learned before this podcast. With that podcast, my bad. That <laughs> <they can laughs> um, the corrective, like when we think about the corrective rape in South Africa, I think it goes to the same because apparently the corrective rape for those who don't know because i didn't know an hour ago it's a, um some type of tradition that they do in south africa where if a woman identify as a lesbian they're going to have her raped by men to kind of correct her lesbianism to make her in a way more like back to normal basically i think it's to go with the same you know mentality that men have all the power like you don't even have power over your body i think that mm-hmm. could be something where now when we come with modernism and women have rights and power i think some people might not still be comfortable with that and feel like you know 20 years ago 40 you didn't have a choice and i think you still don't have a choice right now and another part definitely will go with the trauma i think a lot of men are trauma there's a transfer trauma from slavery and colonialism and like you said a lot of people become criminals and they're on drugs and i don't know if you guys remember there was some time in cameroon where a lot of family were getting attacked and during the attack the perpetrator usually will rape the parents or the kids in front of the rest of the family i think it goes with there's a certain level for me of mental um health like for me somebody who does that is definitely not stable they're battling a lot of demons and yeah maybe that could come from colonization or poverty or whatever the system might might put them into i want to redirect the conversation a little bit with we all kind of grew up in africa we all see stuff on social media how do you guys feel uh when it comes to rape and sexual assault in terms of the judiciary system the police the law uh the the family uh, support or family reaction like because the story about the father and the daughter i'm still just so shocked about it and also the general public how do you guys feel like because i feel like a lot of time we perceive things differently because we are outside for my experience personally i think that living outside in africa make me see a lot of things differently so how do you guys think is seen for us here and for other Africans still living on the continent in terms of the perception of rape, how the family support, do you guys think we're going somewhere? Is it changing? So what do you guys think? I, I think that the dialogue around rape is still, is still, uh, we are still struggling. Yes, we're still struggling with the discussion around rape because um, 
uh, when rape happens in family, we tend to 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 hide it. We tend to shut it down and try to keep it silent because mm-hmm. um, we don't want shame to be attached with the name of the family. So I think that there is a lot is a lot of work which which still needs to be done when it comes to addressing the issue of rape in the African culture. And, and yeah. go ahead, Katie. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, also, what I think what we mostly forget when you talk about when we talk about Africa, and we don't even talk about sex with our parents, with our families. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure some girls don't even know what's happening when they get raped because they don't even like. I don't even. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, yes, but we don't even yes. talk about like. Sex. That's a don't great talk about point. this yeah. is how mm-hmm. a guy will like go you know so yes. many things that's a very great point because we were talking about it funny enough yesterday with stefan how because with uh, i think stefan shared that one i think there's one in 15 women who do not even report that they don't mm-hmm. share it with anyone that anything ever happened to them. And I mean, we, only one of 15 when one in that something happened. actually does report. So there's a lot of who do not talk about it, who do not share. And we're talking yesterday about the fact that because we don't have a lot of sexual conversation and education, a lot of people don't even realize that it was sexual assault. Exactly. A lot of time, the perpetrator actually will groom you to make you believe either that you know, they're your lover, they're your whatever, or they're people that you trust, like your father or your uncle or whatever. So a lot of people, maybe if they would get like 25 and listen maybe to this podcast or watch whatever on TV and be like, wait, this is what happened to me. So it wasn't normal. I don't know if you guys watched the documentary about the doctor who was traveling, I don't remember his name, traveling with the gymnast team of the U.S. Mm-hmm. A lot of those girls did not know that it was sexual assault because when they asked their call their colleague, they're like, Yeah, he does that to me too. Yeah. Because they were like, Oh, well, okay, that's what he does. He's the doctor. So that's another thing too, because we don't have conversation, because we don't have education, a lot of people don't necessarily know even that they're being assaulted. But I always I always heard that family do not support. So you guys really feel like in majority, like is it like a majority of time family were just like trying to close it out? Because I never had any experience what is close to home. But like, I don't know if you guys I... had experience. Do you feel like there are some family that will go, you know, to defend their kids or like in big generally, family will just shut it down and not do anything? I think some of family will talk about it. Yeah. But it also comes back to the fact that we don't even talk about sex. So how would you feel? To go tell your mom, okay, I was raped. Mm. She'll be like, dude, you don't, you don't, how do you know even that was rape? So you're having sex. You know what I think? We don't talk about it. Just going to your parent and actually explain something like that happened to you. You are scared because they never talked about it. I think there is also the mixture of, because uh, physical punishment is something that is normal, normalized in our culture. When a child gets violated and um, and, 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 and it's inflicted pain. He doesn't necessarily think that it's abnormal because it's something that is up happening. And then there's a lot of shame uh, linked to sexual assault that um, the child sometimes doesn't even know what it was. So the only thing that he register is the pain that was inflicted and the force that was used on, 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 on him or on her. And then the, the, because violence is something that is normalized 
they don't necessarily think in that moment that it was something that well, it, they need to report. Mm -hmm. And when, even when they want to report it, they don't have the vocabulary to explain what just happened because it is something that, I mean, sex is not supposed to be part of a, a child's life. So I think that is also the component of that uh, in, in the mix. Okay. And what do you guys think about like the police? I know for example, I know for Cameroon is non-existent. We don't really have a police. <laughs> but I'm just, oh, what are you saying? You we don't have want to be on like paper. a, a non-grata person, do you? <laughs> don't do that. Just what correct I'm... yourself and correct say we yourself. have police. Oh, we have a police? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, okay, my bad. What I was, what I'm saying is like, the, uh, but I don't, because there's also something like if you're working as a police officer, like as a person, I'm, if you on this, if or somebody is telling you, a little girl or whatever, a little boy, that they were assaulted. I do not understand the non-concern. Like, as a parent, as an uncle, as a police. I Like, when this uh, Awards movement was going on Twitter, the comments, I there's something that really shocked me, is the non... Uh, there's no empathy. Like, there's really people who really do not care. Like, there were girls who were posting... I was when I was 14, a boy, and they were getting shamed by young people. Like, we usually say, oh, the parents are ashamed because of the family. The parents want to keep the image. But I feel like even our young generation, like, even us people our age or younger, like, I feel like there were a lot of people who took, I think it took a lot of courage to go on Twitter and say that you were raped, that you were whatever age, or that you were assaulted. But I was very shocked to see how a lot of people were attacking the victim. Oh, you're always posting naked pictures on such on Instagram. Why are you surprised? Or oh, you're like, I don't understand how. Well, I think it just goes back again to what like Stefan and Vanessa pointed out before. I think at the end of the day, the root of rape is basically that there's the patriarchal aspect of things. The mm -hmm. fact that there is a power that is um, um, part of this whole rape situation. Um, the people who are attacking, you know, the victims and whatnot, it's because also it has been ingrained in their, their, their brains, basically like, okay, the man usually who is the oppressor or like, you know, the, the oppressor in general will come with, um, you know, excuses as, oh, he was dressed like this or she was dressed um, with a, a small skirt, a mini skirt and whatever. Why did she have to expose this and that? And so it has been like, it has been ingraining our brains. Like you will see a lot of mothers with their kids and then they're like, you know, be careful about like, how you dress. Or when someone is actually victim of a rape, the first thing is like, how was she dressed? If you go to like the police station, it's like they will look at you and then like, well, why did you get to dress like this before? And there's this whole conversation about like, how come that how I am dressed or how my body, how I have my curves um, is empowering you to do such a thing? I think it's going back again to that fact that um, rape is really perceived as a woman's issue and not a man's mm -hmm. issue. And again, it's about um, reducing the woman to basically uh, a person who is just there to, you know, be at home and then take care of the kids and whatever and having no voice. And the body is essentially a man's possession. That's how I see it. And then we all mm. often talk about like the rape culture, again, just going back to the colonization and then the, 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 the slave trade, but the rape culture is also huge in India. And guess what? 
Mm-hmm. Guess what happened in India? Like all those the, the 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 colonizers going there and then trying to convert this whole country into something, um, you know that they wanted to be modern, quote unquote. And what what would they do during that time? It's also rape the the women that were there, other the men that were there, you know. So again, it's just again putting the rape as part of like, you know, it's a woman's issue and. Sometimes, you know, the parents and then the moms, it's like the first thing. And then for us, it's different because we live here. But I can see sometimes on Instagram, on Twitter and, and social media, it's like you see women actually attacking uh-huh. um, the other women, other women, yeah, exactly. the victims. And, you know, it's just part of that. So. And also but, just the uh, fact mm-hmm. that when you are married, you have to, you can't say no to your husband. Mm-hmm. Really, people? Really, <laughs> but it goes even beyond because to me, when I think about the rape culture in Africa, I also think about the setting. Because when a girl comes and say, "I have been raped," mm-hmm. um, it is easier to attack her mm-hmm. than to put the effort into looking for who did it, why they did it, and to look for a, a punishment and reparation. It's easier to attack the girl because I remember one um, um, one episode of of Iana Wanzavanzan. I was listening to that woman. She was telling the story of the uh, there was this man, black man who had a daughter and sons, and he was working for in a plantation uh, for a white for a white guy. But it was after slavery. But he was depending on that land to feed his family Mm. and his daughter got raped by the son of the white man and when she came home to complain to her dad the dad whooped her because she put herself in 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 a danger position and i and and uh, the explanation is that it was easier Mm -hmm. for the dad to put his anger Mm -hmm. on his daughter than actually seek for justice because Mm -hmm. it was impossible when we go back to africa because to me it's really clear rape is not about sex it's about power Mm -hmm. so if a guy raped a a woman because she's crying she's uh, um, um, battling she's i mean she she doesn't want it but still he has he has pleasure so so for me it's not about um it's not about it's not about sex it's more about power but when he does that he has um he he owned her already Mm -hmm. and then how do you prove it in Africa? Because in Africa, it's not like, you know, in the state where they can do DNA. Now maybe they can do it, but um, when I was younger, it wasn't possible. So it was really hard to prove. So you needed to have all the evidence shown to prove that you have been raped by someone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the guy who have raped many girls in the neighborhood and he, nothing will happen to him because, uh, because the parents sometimes doesn't want people to talk about the rape because they don't want that attached to their name. So they will ask the girl to not talk about it. And it will then keep going on like that. If I see my neighbors getting insulted because she was raped, when the next neighbor gets raped, I will also insult her because that will be part of the culture. But I need to point out also that rape is also happening to men and perpetrated by women too. Mm-hmm. Like rape is not, not only a man thing, but it's also there are women who rape uh, men yeah. or boys that happens too mm-hmm. that happens too and and the shame attached to that is even bigger because for a man to come forward and say oh this mm-hmm. woman with me it's like oh boo boo i mean you had it good because if a woman wants you that much that she jump on you boo boo enjoy it so in 
in the culture, um, rape is like, because people confuse rape and sex. I think that is the, the main thing. People confuse rape and sex. They think that if you are being raped, you had sex. So you know what I mean? And, but that's not the thing. It's not sex. It's, rape is about power. It's not about sex. Uh, interesting. I think the first example in the plantation is a little bit different because I would say the father can see what he will lose if he goes against his boss or whatever, which is still not an excuse. But for me, it's just like if you hear that somebody is was raped or attacked or assaulted, how doesn't it like, you know, it doesn't, like, I feel like doesn't anybody have that human in you that you hear that and you're like, oh my God, did this happen to you? I feel like sometimes people just, and then again, I want to take it that to the rape culture normalize how when you, you're a woman and everybody talks to you any kind of way when you're in the bus, when you people call you all kind of name in the street. I feel like there is this normalization of just abusing women. So when we even hear that something happened, mostly when you are certain age, like if a woman already have like, you know, we, we make this stupid joke in Cameroon sometime when a girl is 12 or, 4, 12 or 14 and start having her boobs, they're like, oh, you can get married already. Or mm-hmm. you can yeah. have a baby already. Without That's talking crazy. about, it is because when she's going to say she was raped, it's going to be like, okay, what were you doing there? Why were you just saying like, you know, the, I don't know if you guys have that, but in my village, I know my cousin, they will say, oh, don't do this or don't play with your cousin like this because my their boobs were coming out. And I remember my grandma telling them that men will start looking at you now. So you can't do this and you can't do that. I remember my grandmother pressing mm. and she used to massage my uh, cousin's boobs and they were crying oh, because it was God. painful because they were like, oh, I don't want men to look at you. Like, it's her fault that she's having boobs. She has to go through this pain to hide herself so men don't come after her. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's But it's that just... doesn't stop men, by the way. Yeah, hmm. no. I don't know. So why do you but... guys think at this point? Because all this conversation are here is like, we're just dumb. It's just so bad. It's terrible. We're at <laughs> ground zero. It's a catastrophe. Why do you guys think we need to do like, because for me, I, I always felt like, okay, the older, they have their way of seeing life. But for our generation, I'm really surprised that there are young men and women who still do not feel or do not understand, you know, because there were conversation about, and people start like, putting debates online like okay what if we went to the club and we had sex and then i didn't really ask you in the morning you say you didn't want to is that rape or what you know like i think there's still a lot of for me i would say there's still a lot of education that needs to be done there's there's a lot of education but even part of the education there's also a lot of culture that needs to change Mm -hmm. i think the power dynamic we need to make on the like men or young men understand that Women are not an object. Um, you know, you can't just talk to women any kind of way, even if you have seen your brother or father or whoever throw it. But like, how? But that's you... that's mm-hmm. it, right? I think it's it's also like you know in the music that we listen now, and I think that there are a lot of mm-hmm. artists also that are starting to change their speech uh, towards a more respectful speech towards towards women. But mm-hmm. you know that that whole um, catcalling, the groping of women that you see. Uh, in like so many videos or like even back home when you go to the market and then like the cat calling or you know 
becoming super aggressive when like you know you're not necessarily answering to their demands you know it's just like smile more can you just put a smile on your face and if you don't do it it's like you know the name calling calling follows it's all of that it's just that the culture really needs to change to the core it's the matter of also like understanding that a woman is a person and then not just like some sort of like mammals like just uh, birthing kids and then that's about it it's just like women do have rights um and then also men just going back to what we discussed there are men that are being raped and then it's like in the lgbtq as well it's like i am the owner of my own self person and so it starts with education and it starts with education even in the rural because that's also where some most of the time you you experience that um um most of the, the the raping and, and all because there isn't necessarily an education that is uh, being given there. But I think even in our culture, even as black folks living in North America, like when you listen to music and then there's the, some songs you listen and you're just like, well, I guess I'm just an object though. Like, thank you very much. Yeah. And it has to change. It definitely does have to change. But unfortunately, it sounds like like, when you look artistically, it's like, if you don't... I don't want to name artists, but some artists, women that are singing, and you're like, you know, this is a time where, which, you know, things need to change. We have to do stuff differently. And I think you can be a little bit conflicted about, this is what's selling. Mm-hmm. And you want to do a business. How do you remain a popular artist without being... Because I personally feel like the videos right now are very sexual. Yeah, the word that okay. they use, the way they are dressed. I'm not saying, I'm not saying again that because it's sexual, it means that it's giving a right to the men to attack. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's creating also um, an image of sexualization where because you are singing a certain type of thing or saying a certain or dressing a certain type of way, people become categorized. Like they put women in a box. Like, okay, I thought that you are this type of woman, so I'm going to treat you as they're demanding to be treated in this type of music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. When they sing, yeah. I say, I want my men to do this, and I want to slap this on my face, and I want to da 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 But, you know, maybe you don't want that. But because in a certain environment, it is encouraged, it is, you know, it is literally celebrated, mm-hmm. you know, you can end up with this man. He's going to treat you like that because he thinks that that's what you want. Because mm-hmm. that's what your the celebrities or the role model for some people are singing. So I think all that needs to change because yes, it is not a they're not asking anybody to do it, but it's still you know it's the same like those rappers singing about drugs and stuff. Like mm-hmm. how are you gonna tell your kids not to do drugs when so and so and is singing and rapping about it and everybody's dancing about it? Like mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of work that needs to be into that. Hmm. Okay. Um. For me, I think it's really important to, to to know that it doesn't. For me, at least, it doesn't matter how sexual, um, uh, sexual videos are. It doesn't matter because it, it doesn't even matter if a woman walks naked and then twerks um on the street. She does. She still doesn't deserve to be raped. Oh, and I think that no, I, I no, I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't say that you say that. I'm just trying to 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 bring another. Uh, um, in another direction, I mean, to, to I, I mean, you want to show what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that the effort must be put into into 
the education of our men and women about the respect of others. Because when you think of the music genre in our culture, it's when you the people when white people, I mean my, my white friends and sometimes also Asian friends look at our dances, they think that it's very sexualized. Mm -hmm. But I remember even when I was a child, I was I was dancing with girls or guys who were rubbing each other, but it wasn't it wasn't sexualized in my in our heads I, I i was talking with my when we talk with with when we see our culture whatever we do it's not always with a sex sex intent mm -hmm. when it comes to music and and, and everything else you, you there are songs that were going on the radio about um uh, le bisou sous la tomate. I mean, I mean many songs well, in Cameroon. I, I will kind of disagree well. with that because some songs are. When you start saying tout ce qui est tendu n'est pas défendu, there are some songs that are very extreme. I'm not saying yeah. that. That is what I'm saying. That is what I'm. But, but that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that, that is yes? But that is what I'm saying. But that is what I'm saying. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that those songs are very sexual, sexual. They are very sexual, but it is not something that is that is abnormal in in the Cameroonian culture because it's something that we are used to hear. We are not shocked when we hear that. We laugh about it. So but I don't know, think that is the reason behind. Maybe we should, like when you see. I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say her name. Like Atino having concert. And women are naked and see, like it's just sometimes a little bit too. I'm over not saying top. over the top, like no, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So it's over the top. But my my my, what I'm just trying to say is just that um, we 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 are shocked. But in the mind, if we don't see, we we complain about the fact that people were naked. But in in our mind, it's not. I mean, to, at least in the way I I I view it, it's not like. It's not like pushing people to have sex. That's what I'm trying to say. In a way, yeah, in a way, it, it is because what? if you're seeing, like, I'm just taking a random example. I'm not talking about any artist in general. If you're seeing, let's say, a video of Vanessa is singing, and in her video she's getting slapped, she's getting strangled, she's getting whatever. Not in everybody, but in certain people's mind, if you see 20, 50 cl uh, clips that are popular, that are popular, mm -hmm. that everybody's listening to, and that's how women is getting treated, for a little boy, he can feel like, okay, it's this acceptable. is what like. It is acceptable. If you're showing where you're animalizing sex or women or where you're belittling in, like... That's why we have to change a certain wording or a certain way of talking or a certain way of, of addressing women because, yes, this might not be the intention, but when you see it one, two, three, a hundred times, it becomes your new normal. Be but that's a because I'm thinking like when um, Katie was talking about how in Africa, or I don't know, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about all Africa, in Cameroon, the way women are sometimes like, if you go see your mom and be like, oh, my uncle slapped my ass. Nobody's gonna look at you. They'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. get. But the, it's those small stuff that added up and added up and added up, and it become normal. If you say, "Oh, I was in the bus and somebody pressed my boobs," like if you literally come back home from school and you say, "Oh my," you're crying as a girl or a boy. You say you were in the bus and somebody crushed your boobs and pushed your ass, and you're crying and you feel assaulted. A lot of people will be like, "Get over it. It's not that mm -hmm. serious." When mm -hmm. you know what I mean, because it's just like. 
we have so many sexual exposition in act that are just normalized that it shouldn't normally be because for some people they wouldn't even feel like it's inappropriate because everybody does it you know that's what i'm saying yes those clips are music yes it might be some type of art but it might also sometimes pass a biased message or it might make certain acts normalized and some some people might feel uncomfortable with that but uh but I think but, all okay. that all of that goes back to it. Sorry, but I think all that goes back to education. Most of the time, women in Africa, let's say Cameroon, because I know mostly about Cameroon. Most women in Cameroon are not aware of like this is my body. I exactly. can decide of who can touch me, exactly. or I can decide of who I can have sex with, because they don't. We were not give. We, uh, oh, there we was don't, no education like about it. Light. There yeah. was no education about it. The, the system, uh, we have to also be honest about something. There's a lot of things that as African community, we have to kind of learn ourselves. Our parents didn't really teach us a lot. So, <laughs> there was, yeah, you, they, they, all your parents were saying, I mean, I'm not saying for every parents, but a lot of people from my experience, it was just like, go to school, get your grades. If it was for your parents, you would go to school, get your grades, get married, and get kids. No parents That's want to it. talk about sex. No parents want to talk about relationships. Actually, no want to you talk are about even feelings. supposed you are not you are even supposed to figure that out because you go to school, you do everything perfectly, then you get married, and then they are like, oh, oh, they are like, oh, when do you get married? Like, yeah, but they so never weird. teach you how to get but in they relationship. Don't... They never teach you nothing, and then you are like, oh, when do you get married? But they are like, oh, um, I don't know. I'm yeah. Anyway. I haven't even dated. So yeah, like, for the point that Vanessa was saying, a lot of women have to you know, learn by herself what is appropriate, what is not appropriate. How do I have to all buy the society of what you hear in the street, what your girlfriend are telling you, what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of what define what people want to do because there's, I don't, I don't know, but I don't think a lot of mother or father sit their kid at four or see and tell them, okay, now you're becoming a woman, this and this and this. And I'm not saying that what they would say would be weird, but at least they would give a sort of line or path. I think a lot of us just had to figure it out and just figure out our own. So they would just say, "Don't come back here pregnant." pregnant. How? <laughs> How exactly. do you get pregnant? How? <laughs> and you know, so that's what I'm. And, and that's at that moment that I would say the 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 TV and the music and exactly. the environment and social media become a huge influence because mm-hmm. that's all the education that you have. That's why we have to be very mindful of. I mean, they're not, but like, I think that's what musician or whatever we should, because a lot of people actually worship those people. They are kids who literally see those celebrities as role model. Like, if this person want to be light skin, I guess light skin is mm-hmm. good. Everybody start bitching. And the education, wanna... and the education also goes to men where not because a lady is dressed uh, sexy exactly or provocative my point. Mm-hmm. means. She wants to have sex with you. No. It, you need to have her consent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's, oh. A little, there's a huge conversation that needs to happen on consent because I, if you guys notice when the, you, you know, the uh, Me Too movement happened, a lot of men were actually very confused because it became very confusing on like, okay, what is consent? Mm-hmm. When it, Because, you know, a woman was like, I can say yes at the beginning, but somewhere in the middle, I say no. You know, and mm-hmm. if you are, I don't want to attack Africans again, but in Cameroon, <laughs> you know, if you had like dated there or whatever, like 
there's this thing where women like to play hard to get, mm-hmm. but they want it, but they will pretend that they don't, but they will, they just want you to beg for it. So as a man, when do you really know where there's a limit? When do you really know that she's really saying no? Mm-hmm. When do you really know that she's not just, you know, there's a little joke that we made when we're like kid and we're like, that's going to be a little bit sexual. I'm sorry, guys. When, you know, a guy would penetrate a girl and she would scream and she's like, oh my God, it hurts. And he would say, should I pull out? And she would say, no. You know, it's like, okay, so what do we do? I think this, it becomes a, a very touchy but... conversation where I think women have to be also very assertive. Okay, no, it's no. Mm-hmm. And then it's a game on like, okay, I'm, I was just saying it because I mm. wanted you to ask more or it makes things very confusing. And when, you know, people go out and they had a few drinks, I really believe that there are, don't hate me here, some men who maybe had sex with women who were not fully consenting, but they didn't really know because yeah. there was some miscommunication between the yes here and no there. And yes, when the woman um, say, because, sorry, uh, so sorry because I, I I feel like it's really important to point out something. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it takes two to tango. So Absolutely. if a woman, for example, is like playing games, like she's not, you feel like she she's sending you mixed message. You can ask straight up, telling her, okay, I don't understand that game. I want to know, are you in or out? If she doesn't give you a click answer, you're out, and then you leave. And then next, I yes. don't think that all okay. women do let's that. that example. And the okay. second part, I, if I hold okay. on, let's take that mm-hmm. example. You're saying she's saying like, "I'm gonna go typical Cameroonian here." <laughs> so y'all gonna be playing da 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 whatever. And then she's like, "Oh, I don't want it. I don't really want it." You're like, okay, stop. You let her, let it's it go. gonna be like, "Oh, you're just leaving it like that." She lets the man from her. Like for a man to be like, "Okay, no, like listen to this." And you're like, okay, so you want it, and then you end up doing it. When, when she say no, you stop. But she's like, oh, you're a Mughal because she just said no, and then you left. Now, when you're going to see a girl number two, and the girl number two is going to say no, but she really meant it. But because you had an experience with one or two girls who say no, but actually wanted it, maybe you're going to continue. And then she's going to be like, no, I really didn't. Like, it could be, I'm not saying it is, but sometimes it could be confusing when you women or men start playing games and being like, oh, I don't want it, but and then they continue like, but, I know how to be a no, and it okay. has to be. A, yes, you can change your mind, but the conversation has to be very clear so there's no confusion sometimes. That is what I'm saying. Like because it takes two to tango. If a girl uh, says says I don't, uh, she says yes, and then she says no, and you stop, and then she's like, oh yeah, you stop. And you're like, yes, I don't play that game. Please dress up and get out. Oh, that's oh, what oh, you're saying. But the man, yeah, what I'm around. saying. No, 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 Stefan, let's be realistic here. We're talking about a man who is horny, who is naked in the bed with a woman. Who is going to be like, get up and go? Let's but that's the thing, thing, though. I don't... That, that, that's, the, that's the thing. But I think because that's basically what you're saying. The confusion comes there. Yeah, because, I understand yeah. what mm-hmm. you're saying, but as being realistic, the probability... But I am realistic. ...that men are going to be like, oh, it's okay, just go. Yes, some men would do it, but a lot of men will want to continue so if you end up saying okay yes go ahead because i really believe that some women will even have sex with the men when they don't want to but just because they want to please you or because they, they do it most them. of the time mm-hmm. oh child tell us <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean a lot of women will be like okay because you want it let's do it but they don't they don't want it so it, it, it becomes very 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 i understand what you mean jill i i understand what you mean and that goes back again to education 
And that also goes back to the fact that sometimes um, people don't understand what a one night stand is. And sometimes it might end up being something else. Like, I think it all goes back to education. It all goes back to conversation before having sex with somebody. Exactly. Because that's also really important. Mm -hmm. But some people don't do it. And like you said, you might be drunk. The other person is drunk. Next next thing you, oh, I'm, I was in his bed. A lot of things. So many things. But it all goes back to education and communication. That's what I would say. But uh, what what if you just agree? I mean, what if you don't teach? We just teach um, um, men and women that if someone is like if, if someone is not in the a perfect control of his body, of of his of himself, then we have to assume that it is no. For example, if someone is drunk or the or, or the or on the influence of drugs or whatever they cannot give consent also if we just assume that if someone is on the influence of something it doesn't matter if they are full naked and jumping on 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 ourselves we have to know that if someone is under the influence of anything they cannot give consent so but now you are validating no. the fact that the person that is in control can say no what do you mean I mean, saying that the one that is under influence is doesn't agree, doesn't validate the fact that even if you're not... Uh, anyway. Uh. I understand what you're saying, Stefan, but again, when we want to be realistic, if you, let's say, when... For example, how many times... I'm talking from me. How many times have I been, like, a little bit tipsy, a little bit drunk, and be like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm okay. So if mm -hmm. you're asking the person, are you sure you're, you know... You're into the person telling you, yeah, I'm fine, just because they are under the influence. It mm -hmm. still becomes a very gray area. You can't just say, oh, because mm -hmm. you. That's because what I wanted to say. Some women can be drunk, but they still want it, and they're very conscious of the decision. But if you just want to mm -hmm. say, because you're under the influence, you have to just decide officially that you are so, not consented. It is a gray then area. I just said, then I have a question for you. Then, so mm -hmm. for us here, thinking that okay, in a couple of years. Um, we one of some of us will probably have kids, and if mm -hmm. you have a son, hopefully, what is us. the advice? Hopefully, all, all of us, inshallah. Yes, what will That's be the advice that For you will me, give? It's open yeah. conversation, open conversation all the time. I think a lot of things that that like goes is really because a lot of people don't know anything about sex, don't have any experience with sex, they just experience sex to whatever they know, whatever they hear, whatever their friend told them, whatever we saw on TV. I think, I personally think that rapists or people who abuse have some kind of mental issue or mental whatever that they need to be dealt with. So I think that a lot of that to go with education, a lot had to go with being aware and open communicating with your kids. Your kids have to feel like they can come and tell you exactly everything that happened in their life and i feel like we have to normalize for me anyway i think when if god permit i have kids i would really normalize seeing a therapist because i feel like there's a lot of things that you can miss i don't think you need to have any issue to see a therapist because a therapist for me is just a different view of mm -hmm. the kid's life or your life it's like your kids have a mom and dad or dad and dad or whatever they have they have your education, they have your conversation. Maybe just have that one person that would check once every six months or once every year, once every just to have a different if I'm missing something, you know. 
I would just it's like going to the hospital and have a, a um a physical. Yeah. For me and my kids, I will have a regular. I would normalize seeing a therapist. You don't have to wait to have. What it is, or because because I feel like, for example, when you express when you experience a depression, a lot of people realize that they were experiencing depression months after. You know, that's why I will normalize seeing a therapist. I will normalize open um, communication and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, for me, I would say that I and I pray about it every day. That I want like communication. Like I want my kid to tell me everything, and I want to be able to tell anything to my anything to my kids. And it's all about, and it goes again. It's all about communication. I don't want them to learn stuff out there, and if they do, then we'll have conversations about it. Because letting others telling them what is good or what is bad without them talking to their parents makes them being victims too. So it's better for them to just talk to me and have open conversation, please, dear God, please. Anyway, <laughs> and I really, I really hope, I really, really hope that our judicial system, our police, do really do better. I really want somebody to be able to get out of their house, go to the police or whoever and feel like they will be listening to. I feel like if I was, like, I think it, it would be a, ter- it, it is a terrible feeling to feel like, you know, I can't call the police because they're not going to do anything. I can't talk mm. to my family because they're not going to be supportive. I can't, like, how how will you feel? You, I think you will feel so lonely and so powerless. Like, I really feel like as a next generation, as we're hoping that, you know, eventually all those old, people in power would die, thank God, that oh, we're going to have, that we're going to have people in, and that will implement some normal justice system that I know is not going to fix anything, you're still going to be traumatized, but some justice, like, how is, are you going to be a young person, are you going to be raped by your cousin or whatever, and you have to endure that person for the rest of your life, because the family doesn't want to do anything about it. You have to hide it. You have to And then I made it. you get married with that person. Eh? You know Jesus that? Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ, please. <laughs> <Not this. laughs> so that would be for me the solution. Open conversation. I would say um, a lot of, a lot, a whole, a whole lot of education have to happen. Mm-hmm. And definitely our systems have to do better. And and not to vilify Africa. It's really not just about Africa. Whatever happened in America here when they were talking about Trump and the grabbing the pussy, I think it went away so easy, like it was a joke. Mm-hmm. This is something so serious. There's a lot of women that have pressed charges against him. I think sometimes we're talking about Africa, Africa, even here. Like yep. the Albert Einstein story, the Epstein, the Trump. There's so many, like, uh, even here in this society where we say we have a justice system that is more up to date and whatever i don't think it is that different yes maybe there will be a case that will be open but if you have enough power if you have enough you know contact you can still end up having nothing like epstein epstein i don't know if you guys heard about the jeffrey epstein story Mm -hmm. it took decades for anything to happen to him 
So I think there's really a lot of work. I, I kind of feel a little bit hopeless in that department because it seems like there's so much work that needs to be done. And it kind of makes you a little bit scary, wanted, scared, wanted to have a kid in this world because this is mm-hmm. crazy. It's a crazy, there's a lot of cool, cool people around. And speaking of power, actually related to rape, I don't know if you guys heard about the judge who lost her son um, and she's the judge that is going, who is actually um, taking over the Jeffrey Epstein um, case. And so her son, the, the, the son of the judge, was actually killed at their home. Um, actually, the target was actually trying to kill the judge. And mm-hmm. so they killed the, 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 the son because he just decided to go and open. And then that person um, tried to kill her husband. So just to tell you how, um, you know, the power, the money, the contacts can get into it, because the whole thing with the Jeffrey Epstein is that it can like reveal a lot of a lot of secrets, a lot of secrets about powerful p- people. I mean, people. they started talking about Bill Clinton already, mm-hmm. um, and because so- there's a rumor of pedophilia. Exactly, yeah. it's like it wasn't just him. He it was like a it was like a sort of like sect or whatever it was like a group it wasn't like himself but mm-hmm. it was a group thing which is horrible like yeah i, I don't know guys i think it's the end of the world coming soon between <laughs> the black life matter and the rape and media bomb and the war it's just like and coronavirus like, let's not forget let's not, let's not forget her. the star <laughs> it's yeah. just terrible but yeah, guys, do you have anything to add? I think we had a great conversation. Uh, unfortunately, I don't feel like there's like an immediate solution or something that we can do on our level. Just continue having conversation, continue raising awareness, continue talking about it because, again, you never know who you're reaching. You never know who is going to be touched by your story or personal experiences or just your view of stuff. I think by talking about it, we're raising the conversation and maybe somebody's going to be educated about it in the process. Amen. Very true. All right. Thank you, mm-hmm. guys. This was Thank us. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Take care. See you, people.